Wake up. We see Cora, a young woman in a dark blue cloak, wake up in the middle of a stark white sterile room. What do you do? Is there anything else in the room with me? See, so you're staring up at the at the blank white ceiling, and as you sit up, uh, directly in front of your face, you see a giant glowing yellow orb that resembles the sun, uh, with the face of a man staring at you an inch away going, well, uh, uh, hello there. Hey, uh, uh, ever heard of a personal space? Yeah? Mm, uh, mm, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, Cora's like shocked. Cora cannot move. It's like kind of like a, what are the, like night terrors where you, you're like frozen still and you can't move or like do anything except just, just suffer, just suffering, <laughs> just be <your> suffering. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not, it, it's not nice to stare, Missy. Hmm. Uh, uh, like she, she'll look elsewhere. She looks like to the right because that's all she can move. She could only move her eyes. Cora is moving her eyes around frantically and is paralyzed in the room. In a different white sterile cube, we see Super Salad. A young boy uh, covered in vines and leaves and other sort of plants uh, in in this sort of makeshift uh, superhero outfit. (laughs) And you wake up and you're staring up at the white ceiling. And as you stand up, you feel something wet around you. And you look down at the ground and you see that the room that you are in is starting to fill up with soup all around you. (laughs) Bro, this is like totally not tubular, bro. Like, I gotta get the heck out of (laughs) here. What's going on, man? And in a third sterile white room, we see FaZe, a young superhero in a makeshift homemade outfit, mostly made of black and white fabric patched together uh, with red chucks. And as you wake up in the room, you hear a familiar nagging. Hey, sweetheart, it's time to get up! (laughs) God. And standing above you, towering above you, you see your mother. But your mother is frighteningly angry. Her eyes are bloodshot and red. Her her hair stands up on ends like snakes almost, uh, reaching out to grab you. Uh, She stares daggers into your soul. Mom, I'm sorry. I'll I'll clean my room. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So who's up first? <laughs> uh, now, when you say up, what exactly do you mean? What do you do? You are currently in a room with what I have been informed are your greatest fears. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just a room? It's just, it's a stark white room. There's no doors. Nope. Oh, actually, everyone will roll a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> oh, no. Cora rolled a five. <laughs> Super salad rolled, <laughs> bruh, a critical fail. <laughs> Yo. We just started. That's 14 plus whatever my modifier is. Cora and uh, <laughs> Super Salad, you are both terrified. You are filled with, with this indescribable fear, and you are going to have disadvantage on all of your rolls until I say so. Like, I want to go home, man. Scoob. so who's up first Cora would like to close her eyes and just start repeating like a mantra to herself over and over that she normally does whenever she has night terrors but except I mean this is real 
she thinks. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, it. Remember, it, it, uh, one. Breathe in and out. <gasps> Two. Remember, it's all fake. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. One day you're gonna die, and yes, this, this won't it's matter. A, it's 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 absolutely gonna be okay. No need to worry, huh? Mm-hmm. She's gonna oh, open her hey. eyes again, and the sun is smiling at you like a big, goofy, like full tooth smile. Like I hate you. <laughs> Well, uh, I have never done anything to you, huh? You're, you wound me. <laughs> if I use telekinesis, can I control the sun? I don't think so. <laughs> Anything's possible if you roll high enough. Yeah, you don't think, but I can roll. Yeah, she gets that 20. I mean... I mean, go go ahead. That's a 13. So what are you rolling to do? I would like to use telekinesis to... Essentially, I, I want to, like, bash it into the floor. We'll come back to you. Super salad. You've woken up in this room and a soup is slowly starting to fill up in the room uh, higher and higher. Uh, Like, I want to grow plans to get the hell out of here, man. Where? How are you going to use that to get out of here? Everywhere. I want to cover the whole room in plans. It'll make the soup go away. It'll suck up the soup. Go ahead. Uh, Twelve. We'll come back to you. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. <laughs> Faze, you have uh, the, the angry mom standing over you. What are you doing? Yeah, I want to check for any way I can escape out this room and get far away from this lady. So you begin to look around the room and your mom who is standing over you, she goes, Don't look away when I'm talking to you. You look at me, mister. Look at me. Look at me. Let's go. She's not real. She's not real. She's not real. She's not real. She's not Mr. real. Mr. Faze? She's not real. Calvin Tennyson, you look at me when I am talking to you. <laughs> yes. Are you looking at her? Yeah. Okay. Great. So, across <laughs> the three rooms... <laughs> Across the three rooms, we see Cora exert her, her telekinesis powers, and she grabs the sun with a smiling face, and he goes, uh, uh, hey, uh, not cool. <laughs> and as you turn to face and confront the sun, it dispels before you. Then, in the other room, you see Super Salad stretch out his hands, and slowly, uh, <laughs> heads of cabbage begin to grow inside of the soup, and as they begin to sprout, the soup also just dissipates, and he finds himself in a blank white room. And in the final room, we see Faze avoid Avoiding the angry mother's gaze, and when he finally makes eye contact, he looks at her and she says, Good! And dispels uh, <laughs> into the air. And now that that has gone away, you all now see in front of you a, uh, a door in the northern wall. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting the hell out of here. Cora would like to carefully exit. She wants okay. to, like, 
slowly open the door and like peek out. We see the two boys bust open the doors and Cora gently, delicately uh, opens it, kind of peeks out through the crack, closes it again, and then opens it again, and then finally uh, swings it open. It opens into a large white hallway. In the hallway, there is a chair and there is a person seated in the chair with their back towards you. And you hear over what you presume to be some sort of intercom. Welcome candidates to the annual evaluations for admission to the Academy of Extraordinarily Abled Persons. Your examination has already begun. Yeah, oh, crap. I think I saw an anime like this once. <laughs> are we all in the same hallway? <laughs> you are all in the same hallway. And, uh, and sitting before you is a person. Cora would like to quietly and gently ask, um... Um, ex- excuse me, um... Yes, uh, what? Oh, um... Yo, why are we here? Who are you, man? Okay, you don't recognize... Well, okay, well, first off, you're here as part of a admissions test for the prestigious superhero university. You all signed up for it months ago. You've completely forgotten by now? I... I-, I- I, I don't I don't have powers. Yes, I, I know. You're afraid I, of the sun, apparently. <laughs> you know, we've had recruits in here fight giants, uh, bears, but uh, apparently one of you could be defeated by a lack of shade and another one could get taken down by a Panera. It's true. You guys are lame. <laughs> but since you apparently can't recognize me, uh, I am, of course, the renowned hero the cantankerous cortex real uh, i have a clipping here if you that's uh, never mind i'm here to watch you go through the test today and um just sort of see how you do so um so you're gonna follow us throughout the entire test absolutely this is my day now so does that mean we go through the test the three of us together yes oh did you see me mr cantankerous I beat the soup. I did it. Yeah, I know. And you didn't even need breadsticks. You know, at least that one over there was afraid of his mother. Hey. That I can understand. Have you met her? You don't get into the super vil- or the superhero business without, you know, well, you don't get into it through good parenting. I'll tell you that right now. He's not wrong. What if some of us didn't ask to be put into the superhero business? Are you saying there was an error in the paperwork? No, Mr. Cantacris. Sorry. That's what I thought. Over the intercom, you just hear... Memory loss is an absolutely normal side effect of the beginnings of the examinations. Please disregard any confusion and carry on. I'm confused. Uh, Disregard that. So, are you ready for the first test? Or second test at this point? Do do we really have a choice or are you just asking (laughs) to be nice? Oh, I'm asking for my amusement. Did my mom put you up to this? She didn't not do that. The intercom voice goes, (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man, let's do this. I need to get out of here. I'm ready as long as I can bring a well-balanced diet to all the world. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's get started then. And before Cantankerous Cortex lies another door. I'm assuming we gotta go through the door, yes? I am not here to provide any clues for how to progress in the examination. So why are you here? I will remind you that harassing the evaluators is a sure way to have deductions added on to your final scoring. I didn't ask to be here. Let's go. Through the door. Go. Go. 
Beyond the door lies another perfectly square, sterile white room. It is about five feet in diameter, so it's pretty tight, with another door on the side across from you. In the center of the room sits a medium in size, but bigly aggressive viper locked onto you. Oh no, um, uh, Mr. Cantankerous, if we were to get hurt during this examination, what, uh, what would, would, you would help us, right? Ah, you know, that's not particularly part of what I'm supposed to be doing here. I don't. I imagine at some point I would have to call someone to clean up the mess. Um, So in a way, I would be helping you leave. But that is all I am particularly authorized to do. Hold on, bros. I'm really in touch with the natural world. I'm going to go and pet this little fella and see if he could join our side. Uh, wait. Yeah, salad boy, I don't think that's a good idea. He seems really harmless. Here we go. Oh my god. What are you rolling for before you give me that number? <laughs> animal handling. Oh no. Okay, sure. Give me that handle animal. Wow, you're just gonna dive right in. 21. Yeah, you tamed that snake. Yeah, that's just, that's just my part. <laughs> here, here, little guy. Super Salad slowly waltzes into the room, and, uh, and as you take that first step through that doorway, you're... As it rears up, it widens its hood, uh, and it begins to slither in your direction, fangs bared. Uh, and you continue to walk up to it against all better judgment, uh, and place your hand onto the hood of the snake and run your hand down its scaly skin. Uh, and for some reason, it is, like, glaring at you. It looks like it wants to bite you, but it's not biting you. <laughs> there, there, little fella. How you doing today? I could never have anticipated that that is how this would go. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting that. Good job, Caesar boy. Thank you. (laughs) I told you I'm in touch with the natural world. And there's another door in this room, correct? There's a door on the other side of the snake, basically. Cora would like to quietly and as safely as possible try and, like, cross the room as Caesar is petting the viper. Roll a sneak with disadvantage for me. Oh! Oh, damn it. And that was good. Oh, but that was better. So that's 17. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly. This snake has been rendered so useless by dice. (laughs) The snake begins to chomp on some of Super Salad's uh, clothing. Uh, just eating some of the leaves. Yeah, you like that? It's nice and healthy. (laughs) And Cora just kind of, uh, grabs her cloak and drapes it over herself like a little kid pretending to be Dracula and sticks to the corner walls and just somehow makes it all the way across without triggering the viper. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just gonna misty step over there. (laughs) (laughs) At least one of you has style. <laughs> Where exactly are you teleporting to? Like I'm going to the door, bro. Faze stands at the doorway, uh, kind of clenches his fist and blinks out of your vision. He just disappears for a second and then reappears uh, in front of the door right next to you, Cora. <laughs> Some test. Cora is going to open the next door. As soon as you open that next door, Super Salad, you are petting the cobra 
and is like horrifying sight to like any rational human being. <laughs> uh, and as you are petting it, it just kind of looks at you uh, with almost sad eyes and turns to dust and disappears. <laughs> no, Pablo. That snake was five days from retirement. All right, next room. <laughs> and Contagoras Cortex grabs a little clipboard and just walks through like the still wafting dust of the cobra. <laughs> Pablo, come back. Pablo? Pablo? You already named the snake. <laughs> I named him Pablo. As you all enter into the next chamber, it is a wooden chamber. There are no like visible planks or anything, but you easily recognize the material as wood and it has kind of that like log cabin-esque feel to it. You walk in, and then Cantankerous Cortex walks in behind you, shuts the door, and the door seam kind of disappears uh, <laughs> magically, and you are now stuck in a big uh, wooden room. What do you do? I want to search it. 19. Cora, you begin walking around and kind of sensing. You're trying to find objects. You, Your senses are more finely attuned, uh, and you sense something strange around the north wall just just something feels off as you're walking around and you hear the uh kind of the resonance of the footsteps within the uh within the wood and you walk up to that northern wall and you knock on it and it sounds kind of hollow uh and you walk up to the other walls and you knock and they do not sound as hollow and you sense that there is something you know hmm. there's some sort of hollow area beyond that north wall uh hey hey guys i I, I could totally be wrong about this, but I, I don't I don't think I am. What? But um, I need you to speak up. You're all the way over there. Um, I can't hear you. Um, guys, can, can you hear me now? No. What? What's she saying? I see her mouth moving, but can can you can what? <sighs> and Cora walks over to them. I said that um that wall over there. I I think there's something behind it. I think we can maybe somehow move it. I, I don't know how, but. I think maybe if if we work together, we might be able to, to figure it out, maybe. Um, so what do you suggest, Sunshine? Uh, uh, what? What did you call me? Hmm? What did you call me? I think he called you Sunshine. Don't. Don't call me Sunshine. Oof. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Anyway, um... So this wall, uh, I, I don't know. It just sounded hollow compared to the others. I, I, I don't know if we, if we have to push it or, um... It's it's a, it's a wall, so, or if any of you have some sort of a, a phase, what's what's uh, your power? Assuming you have one, I guess. Mostly teleportation. Oh, c- c- can you? Well, I don't. <laughs> can you like phase through the wall? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, wow, he's so cool. All right, plant boy, can you do anything? To push this wall over. You could call me Super Salad. Hey, I'm not doing that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, that's fine. Uh, I don't really want to hurt the wall. It's made of wood. Woods come from trees, and trees are part of the natural world. Wood does come from trees, but if you look at it this way, the trees are dead. They hurt your friends. You should... Push the wall away and get whoever hurt your friends. It hurt my friends. They did. Look at it. it. Feel feel the wall. You see, as I knock on this, this is just a dead tree. This could be your cousin. Charge! I run at the wall. I want to punch it. (laughs) Roll a melee attack for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
skilled at manipulation. 14. Super Salad runs up to the wall, drives his fist into it, and just immovable force. You just... Ow! You feel almost the crunch in your hand as you fall to the ground in pain. <laughs> that was a nice try, Leafy Green. Thank you. Could I potentially dimension door through this? You can do it. There's just a penalty if you like, I don't know, if there's like solid rock beyond the wall, you'll probably take damage. I guess we'll run that risk. Can I take people with me? You can bring along objects as long as their weight doesn't exceed what you can carry. You can also bring one willing creature of your size or smaller. Plant boy, come here for a sec. All right, here I am. So I go put my arm around him. And I was like, hey, buddy. Yeah, pal. I want to show you a cool trick. You want to see? I do, I do, I do. All right, watch this. One, two, three. And then I'm going to dimension door to the other side about like 25 feet. Super salad. For you, it's horrifying as you kind of blink out of existence. Uh, and your brain can't comprehend that split second in which you exist in this weird ether. And you pop out uh, on the other side and you are suddenly in another, again, these weird, like perfectly square rooms. But this one is covered in dirt on all walls, both the <laughs> ceiling, the floor, all the walls covered in dirt. And there is a single potted plant in the middle of the room. There you go, buddy. You should feel right at home. I'm home. I'll be right back, and then we'll go back to the room. You do that, and you are now all very cramped in the room. Oh, no. All right, plant boy, you're up. I'm going to go pick it up. You pick up the plant. Yay. What kind of plant is it? It's a nice little fern. Oh. What what does it do? Well... It exists like all three of us in the world. Oh. It can grow. It could grow up one day into a big little potted plant. At that point, Cortex just comes through from the previous room. There was a button! <laughs> and then and then the door just sort of shuts behind him. Alright, we're in we're in the dirt room now. Uh, I, sorry, I just can I ask Cortex what what are your powers? Oh, well, my primary power is to determine whether or not you pass or fail this particular <laughs> exam. And asking questions of me, you know, really affects that particular power. But also, I- I'm surprised because so many people have heard of my magnificent mentalism powers. Bro, I read comics all the time. Never heard of you. <laughs> Well, all right. And he just starts writing on his little clipboard. <laughs> What's the name of this plant, bro? And I shove the plant in his face. What is the name of this plant? What'd you name it? You're the one taking the test here. <laughs> so it doesn't have a name. What are your powers? He can obviously make cabbage anytime he wants. I don't know why that's useful, but whatever. I am an extremely powerful telepath. All right, Mr. Fern, I'm going to name you Turtle in your mind now. What about you? What are your guys' names? What? We're running through a test. I don't even know who you guys are. I, I've told you my name three times now. I, it's okay. <laughs> I, I don't. It's it's fine. But that's that's three times. And my name is Super Salad, and this is Turtle. The the plant's named Turtle. Yes, sir. Cool. Can you and Turtle figure out a way to get us out of here? Uh, we could sure as heck try, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of dirt. I could try growing more little turtles around me. <laughs> My turtles. I mean plants. <laughs> Here we go. Sure. And then I'm going to walk over here to court. And I'm like, all right, look, Carol, we got to find a way to get out of here. Did you call me Carol? Yeah, that's your name, right? Uh, Courtney. N- yeah, 
It's yeah. Either one. It's okay. Um, I rolled an eighteen. You rolled an eighteen on what exactly, <laughs> my dear friend? On plant growth. <laughs> With what goal in mind? <laughs> to grow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> to grow a whole bunch of plants <laughs> In this room Just cause It gives us more oxygen <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you grab turtle and you you depot turtle and you put turtle on the ground and kind of bury him into the dirt that's in the room. Uh, and he speaks with you. You don't speak with him. He speaks with you. <laughs> and he goes let me in, coach! Yo. <laughs> Let me in! <laughs> I know the answer! <laughs> and, and you you cast... Uh, you use your plant growth abilities and you basically roid Turtle up. And Turtle goes, Oh, yeah! And he begins spreading all over the room and digging into the wooden walls uh, with his roots as they strengthen and thicken. And you begin to hear the wood kind of crack and crumble under like the weight of these, uh, these roots as they all encompass you. You don't see the dirt anymore. You're like inside a Chia Pet at this point. And it begins to... Uh, the gnarled roots dig in and you begin to see some light leak in through the seams. And eventually, the whole room just kind of busts down like a cardboard box deconstructed. As that happens, he goes, Oh, yeah! As he disappears along with the rest of the wooden room and the dirt. Turtle! Come back, turtle! You are now in a perfectly white, stark room like you have been before. How many white rooms do you have? As this happens and the room kind of falls apart... Uh, there's like an awkward silence and you hear like the hum of the fluorescent lights and then you hear over the intercom. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all we need to see from you today. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Cortex. We're, uh, we're good here. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's everything then, huh? Well. No. <laughs> no. uh, you you bring no. turtle back here now, Mister. Oh, Fern Gully, the plant's dead. Um, no, no, <laughs> no. Yes. I'm I'm afraid there's there's nothing we can do here. Uh, as a matter of fact, there is perhaps one final exam in this particular exam. I was going to see which one of you showed any particular promise, but um. Right now, I'm looking at three individuals that I wouldn't trust to stop, um, I don't know, a, a, a fight in a playground, let alone a bank robbery. Right um, back at you there, Corny. <laughs> corny. <laughs> Excuse me? No, no, no. So, I don't want it. I'm going to cast... See what you did, FaZe. See what you did. 
You pissed him off. Vicious mockery on Cora. What did I do? Cora's been so nice. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What it's, have I done? What it's mostly done? just because I feel like this is the most devastating thing that I can do to any character here. <laughs> if any character couldn't survive the slightest insult, I feel like it would be Cora. <laughs> Okay, Cortex. That is not tubular, bro. <laughs> All right, I understand. If that's what you want to do. Uh- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. (laughs) Devastating physical injury. (laughs) Just Uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. (laughs) She's very good. And And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, uh, so you have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 19. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well, I rolled a 17. So, (laughs) um, Cortex just, like, you know, puts his heads to his temples, and there's that... As as you just hear in your head, Really? Those shoes? And and I guess it, it just bounces off of you. Nothing particularly happens. You look down, and although Cortex is very perceptive, he failed to notice Cora is not wearing any shoes. <laughs> These are just my feet. I, I, can't, I'm, I can't change that. Roll for initiative. Eight. Fifteen. Five. I got a nineteen. After that surprise attack, Cortex gets one more action. Now I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on Phase, which all three of you need to make a constitution saving throw. <gasps> Mad 20, bro. 18. 21 for Cora. 
Wow. Oh, I rolled a 17 again. So Cortex kind of puts his hands to his mind, and, and you see, like, it, he begins to shake himself as these pulsing waves emanate out from him, uh, and all of you kind of duck and dodge out of the way as these concussive blasts of force fly over you. And as you kind of leap in the air completely, you know, like Superman dive. Part of the blast hits you and you come in for a rough landing and you all take two points of damage. Uh-huh. Next up is Korra. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Great. Korra would like to use... I don't want to butcher this, but I might butcher it. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you because you know exactly what I want to use. Uh, Morden Kanan sword? Yeah. Yeah. That's Morden Kanan... Morden Kanan? Morden Kanan. Morty. Mor- Morty's sword. Morty's sword. I would like to use Morty's sword. Well, important question. Who are you attacking? <laughs> oh. Um, Cora would like to attack Cortex. Okay. Uh, and as she does, she just wants to say, uh, sir, I'm really sorry. I, I don't want to do this, Um, but I feel I feel like I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry. I and love this wants- character so much. <laughs> <laughs> Please roll that attack for me. Okay. 16. Roll for damage. Okay. It says 1d10 instead of the 3d10, I'm yeah. assuming. Morty's sword is not quite as powerful as his father Mordenkainen's sword. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Seven! You see Korra apologizing, saying, I'm sorry, I really don't want to do this. As this, like, shimmering, it's almost invisible. It, it's this, it's almost like it's made out of, like, a concussive blast fortified into the shape of a sword as it materializes behind her. And she goes, I'm sorry, I really don't want to do this. I just feel like I have to, as it slowly flies into <laughs> Cortex as she apologizes. I, I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, while she's apologizing, like it's not like a strike, it's just like no. this slow yeah, digging slow. in. While <laughs> ow, 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 ow. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you take seven points of damage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next up, Faze. Good job, Kylie. Um, I'm gonna cast. Cora was actually feeling pretty good for a second, and then you called her Kylie. I'm gonna cast Bigby's hand, and now I'm going to attempt to use Grasping Hand. And the strength on it is 26 plus 8, which half of that is 13 plus 4, so 17. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I rolled the 16. <laughs> so now he's grappled by this, like, <laughs> translucent hand that's just glimmering there. Roll that d6 for me. This is not how this should have happened at all. <laughs> that is 5. You see uh, the sword slowly entering the body of... <laughs> ow, ow, Cortex. ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and then this this big uh, spectral hand from FaZe uh, grabs onto his skull and just kind of grips as Cortex lets go of the sword, stops, it ceases trying to stop that from entering and goes to the hand to try and stop it from popping his head like a watermelon. <laughs> no, not my head. That's the moneymaker. Not looking so good there, Cameron. <laughs> and you take five points of crushing damage from the hand. <laughs> good <laughs> lord. Super salad. Your move. Cortex. Mr. Cortex. Even though you're the man that killed my Pablo and Turtle, you're still our friend, too. No, no, he's not. He didn't help us once. You're part of the Earth, so... No, that's right. I'm your friend. I don't want to hurt you. I'm going to persuade you to stop attacking us. I want to roll persuasion. 20. Not Nat. Get advantage on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. (laughs) Oh, 
so that is 21. Uh, yeah, I'll be your friend. How about you just... Get, release the attack and get this giant hand off of my brain. Congratulations, you all passed. Um, what? Super, super salad, super salad. I, I have a, a feeling that that cortex is lying to you. I, I have a really, I, I could be wrong again, but um, okay, that's all. I just wanted to share that how I felt. Something tells moment. me he has soup in his pocket. Don't trust him. I'm so conflicted. Cortex, that brings us back to you. Okay, I'm gonna try to cast Charm Person on Super Salad. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! You have to succeed on a uh, wisdom saving throw. 14. <sighs> <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> that is a 7. <laughs> yes! Are you kidding me? Cortex washed up. I'm, yeah, uh, clearly th- he had a very long day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should be evaluating you, Cortex. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a reason you got pushed the pencil pushing. Cortex, can you, uh, can you like paint a picture for us as to how you're attempting to charm Super Salad? So he like locks eyes with him and there's, he can't even put his hands to his temple for the full... <laughs> Full image at this point. You, he's just like, like trying to get an idea, but it's like it's like trying to talk to a tree. <laughs> he, he's just like, there is there is nothing. He is sending out a signal, and there is no receiving antenna. Beautiful. So that happens. Uh, you see, <laughs> Cortex hands on the Bigby's hand, like spectral sword inside of him, staring angrily at Super Salad. Uh, and that brings us back around to Korra. Oh, uh, thank you, God. That's so sweet of you to give me another chance. Um, I guess we'll use telepathy. Give me your roll, and let's say that that's a wisdom saving throw for Cortex. Uh, if you want to resist it, or you can allow her into your mind. I just rolled, so it doesn't really matter if I want to resist it or not. Uh, oh, no! Cora, what are you doing as you enter Cortex's mind? How dare you! Cortex, shh, it's okay. It's okay. There's a lot of fear and anger in here, and I can understand that. But I need you to know that if you continue to fight us, you're going to die here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I feel like Cortex at this point, he's just gotta, like, okay, okay, I give up, I give up. You win. We win? Yep, you've absolutely beaten me. We did it! Guys, we beat Cortex! Guys, we beat Cortex! Are you saying this out loud, or are you saying this to Cortex in his head? I'm just (laughs) booming in in Cortex's head over and over. Guys, we beat Cortex! Turn it! Turn it off! You speak now! Sorry, 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 sorry. And then I'll turn to the guys. Guys, we beat Cortex! Are you sure? I could pop him like a grape. No, 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 there's, there's no need for that. He's already so down and washed up and so sad on the inside that there's really no point in, in you know, beating a dead horse, right? I'm, I'm right here. Guys, Cortex is sad. Group hug. Group hug, no. everyone. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go hug Cortex. Yeah, no, no. I'm gonna pull FaZe with us. FaZe, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull FaZe in and whisper in his ear. 
if you can't remember my fucking name, the least you can do is hug this goddamn sad man, all right? And I'm going to shove him, and we're all just going to hug. We're going to hug. Oh. Yay. Yay, group hug. Yay. We did it. Cortex, so you have just been completely trounced. Like, yeah. are you intending to continue action or are you actually seceding to them? No, I am I am seceding at okay. this point. There is, there is no way I can continue. Cortex hates his life and where he has ended up at this particular moment in time. Oh, so you all, you're all in the middle of this hug. Cortex is like bleeding and grumpy, just like big frown, grumpy cat in the middle of this hug. Cora has just whispered this menacing threat into phase his ear uh, and Super Sal is just happy to be here <laughs> and you hear Turtle? Beautiful display you know during these evaluations we sort through a lot of trash what was it you said? Cora, uh, uh, is it your name? Uh, y- yes, yes your majesty, yes the- beaten, washed up Useless. Okay, we can stop I, I, with the synonyms. I don't think I said useless, to be fair. I I, I didn't say useless. Don't forget mousy looking. M- mousy looking, yes. I didn't say that either. I don't... Uh, head ass. <laughs> head ass. <laughs> well, Cortex, your job here is done. I'm gonna go lie down for a little while. Sweet dreams, Cortex. Cortex goes to lie down in the corner, and you see this man who is just, like, apparated out of nowhere. He goes, sweet dreams indeed, and snaps his fingers. And you see as Cortex begins to lie down, he turns to dust, like the snake and the plants before him. No, why does it hurt? (laughs) Cortex. And this man who has just appeared before all of you says, well... We have a lot of work to do, don't we? This episode of Dungeons and Dreamers was brought to you by our patrons. To see how you can support the rise of the show, visit the links in the description. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay. In a dangerous new world. While we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight. I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. Grant, check it in. We agreed to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm Cole. Hannah. To Bill. I need the feathers for my arrows. Sequoia, maybe you need to grab some things. outsmart. (gasps) Oh my god. Wow. Look for us. Not again. To survive. No, don't, no, no. Facing Fate, Black Knight, available at FacingFate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore. I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production.